Hi everybody, you guys know me, I'm Corey, I'm the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ. I'm here to say thank you guys for coming back to episode 45, and I hope you guys enjoy this. I know we've got kind of a little bit more going on than we did last season, or not season, episode. Sorry for the slip. Um, we've got some exciting stuff coming up in this episode, and a really interesting twist at the end. I won't ruin it for you. I hope you guys like this. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow, and I'll see you guys at the end of the episode. So today was interesting. Um, that assassin that was after us for so long has now joined our side. He agreed to go find the Duchess and escort her to the fountain four days from now. So we have time to do things. I thought on a lot of things and I decided to propose marriage to Callisto. And she said yes. I'm very happy. In the similar vein, it seems as if Finn has become engaged as well to the nice girl from Lorbrim. Ah. We managed to go out to, de to the Devil's Pass, and a deal was made. Not one that I liked, but it was the only option. Um, if we have children... The firstborn, if it's a female, the devil gets to keep it. But the exchange was that we got Callisto's soul back. And I'm okay with that in the long run. I hope it won't come to the worst, but if it does, I have lots of friends who will help me get through this. Hi everybody, I'm Corey, I'm the Dungeon Master for Opportunity Roll, I'm here with the group. Say hi everybody. Hello, hello. Hi everybody! Hello. Let's go ahead and do some introductions. Let's start with Alex. Hi, I'm Alex, and I will be playing Callisto, your tiefling, soon to not be a vampire druid. Zer, uh, man who looks like he helped you move your apartment. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. I'm playing Zareth, the monk of the old light. Dust? Oh, I, I didn't hear you say. Sorry. I am Dust, and I will be playing Finn, the human bardlock. Uh, Jace. Hey, everyone. I'm Jace. I'm playing Caustic, the human keeper of memories. And last but not least, Rodeo. Hi, I'm Rodeo Orbax, and I play Caster, your Grave Cleric, Asimar. We are currently in a creaking shack. Um, you got kind of the, the ocean, the far bit, pushing up against the shore. No, I actually prepped a few things for this, because we are not in Tansom today. 
We're not in Tansom mm. anymore. I, I was thinking the same thing. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. We're uh, we are all the way up north in Lorbrum again. So we'll see how that goes. The lines just get progressively longer on the map as we go. We're summoning something as we're, we're drawing yeah, a decision. Straight up. Um, we are... Maybe Zalem is... Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, Maybe no. I'm thinking, is... That's just a dumb joke. Keep going. We are in the dead of Restorum. Um, like, at this point, snow is abundant. Um, everything is fairly covered. Close to the shoreline, you've got the sloshing of some kind of, like, ice uh, ocean water. Like, it doesn't freeze solidly, but you've got that, like, that foam that kind of, like, freezes up once it touches that cold air. And especially this far north. Um, because you guys are, are near the northern hemisphere, basically. This, this is fucking cold beyond belief um if we're doing this in celsius it is probably like negative three um just on a good day um if we're doing this in fahrenheit we're talking like probably below negative 30 40 degrees uh, this place is freaking cold um let me uh Take a second. Well, you guys kind of find yourself relaxing in this this shack. Uh, let me get some. Um... Take it away, guys. Uh, real quick before we start, uh, Tristan is not in here. It, no. It's not. Okay. In fact, the place looks like it hasn't been touched in days. That answers. So, I don't think he made it back from being stranded in the jungle. So, that's perhaps something we can do when we visit your family. Listo is maybe check on him or something. Yeah, we can do that. Um, Callisto is very obviously distracted. She's still staring at the crystal. Um, but hasn't quite decided whether or not to use it. So she's just staring at it for the moment. Uh, Callisto and uh, Castor um, did did you want time alone to do what you need to do with I just I know what it costs both of you and um, I didn't know if you wanted it to be an altogether activity or something that you had to embrace on your own I'm happy to... Oh, what up, Mr. Clean? I'm so sorry. I've had my head shaved before. What the like, world? Forever. Did you, did, you, did you clean my kitchen before you came up here? 
I I pay for your cleaner. I didn't know if it came with the services. What in the? Can I've had my head shaved before. Can I get oh. your autograph on my Mr. Clean bottle? Yeah, I've got a baby. If I cut out some felt and put some eyebrows on him, he'll look just like you. That was mean. <laughs> I I love just trying to stay in character, and then that happens. We're just joking, man. It it looks good on you. It's with you. It looks good. It, looks, it, it, looks, it, it does. You're yeah, you I'm, I'm not back, giving Max. you shit. Yeah. It's just to make us laugh, make you laugh. Please have come a good back. Time. We're Please trying to do back. emotions, I though. I would greatly appreciate <laughs> having you both together there. On yeah, the, yeah, see, it's, for this. the way it's framed right now, you still look like you have the hair. <laughs> like the darkness is your hair. I love you, Max. Grudge. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, back in character. Sorry, you. You're good. I mean, I'm happy to do this in front of the rest of you. If you're all cool with seeing me violently come back to life, I honestly have no idea what this is going to do. So, in uh, that case, let me give you a little bit of um, holy inspiration, and he'll he'll just um, kind of. He'll pat you on the shoulder and then do like a gentle non-creepy slide down the the top of your forearm as like a friend and then like pat you and um, your arm will glow um, with uh, the mark of Prendy's bond. So plus one to saving throws. Um. Thank you, sir. May Dagon watch over you. So I, I left at the end, so I'm not here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anyone oh. wants to go, you're welcome to, but if not, let's do this. Uh, Zara finds a seat. He probably brushes off some snow that's been leaking from one of the, um, the boards that's missing in the ceiling of this shack. Um, and, uh, and he, um, crosses his legs and rests his arms on the chair, so, as if he's about to watch a show. Aster will stand behind Callisto and put his hands on her shoulders. For a few seconds as you move to stand behind her, and, and like, Chris, you move to sit, like, the whole shack just kind of three to four inches shifts. Omen. And with that caster, we'll cast the spell. He or will. Like you'll see his it. ring glow, and her ring that she's wearing will glow. As um, they are now warded together, what damage that happens, they both take. But it comes with the advantage of having resistance to the damage. So it's having damage and splitting it across two people. Thank you, darling. Well, see you all on the other side. And Clisto will drop the crystal and crush it with her foot. So this thing works in a multitude of different ways. Um, 
it is not 100% safe. I think we've kind of gathered that, though. Yeah, totally. Can I get a D100 to start us off? Sure. If it is below 60, you may get some side effects. 77. All right. That's a lucky number. Yeah. Can I get... And I'm going to let you decide. D4 being... You know, everything just kind of goes the same. You know, it does what it needs. It's over, right? A D12. And we're going to bring this up by dice. A D12 means that you could be immune for life to any vampirism. Um, It could mean that you might be able to keep a few things, like the fangs, but not need the blood. Um, you know, just kind of the cool, like, aspects of vampirism. Um, I'm going to let you decide the dice. And then make a roll on those. And how good and how bad you do on those dice will determine the transformation itself. Okay, so it's D12 or D4? A D4, anywhere between D4, D6, D8, D10, D12. Oh, okay, got it. D4 is the safe route, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D12 can be an unsafe route if you get kind of lower on the totem. But D12 also might mean that you might be able to keep some abilities. So, like, you might retain spider climb in your spellbook kind of situations. I believe spider climb is already in my spellbook, but duly noted. Uh, Fair. fair, 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 As an auto-prepared spellbook. Yeah, as an auto-prepared. Okay. I think Callie really does not want to be a vampire, but she's down for a little bit of this, so I'll say a d6. Alright, moderate. Go ahead and give me a d6. That's five. That's five. That's nearly a crit. Bigger than a d4. I will let you pick two minor aspects of being a vampire you would like to keep. Oh, Jesus, and we're, let me we're look. we're talking minor, like, visual. Oh, um, we're talking visual? Visual, yeah. Okay, she does not want the fangs, I know that. Um, okay. Give me one second to look through my notes at what those are. Good question. Where are my notes? I can't find them. Okay, I don't know if it's a visual thing. Is it possible for her to keep the plus two to strength during the night? And just that? Okay, fair. My, my biggest struggle is I don't think she wants to look like a vampire. So, I don't know visual stuff that she would want to keep. I, I won't. I won't ask this to Callisto or to Alex because I don't want to influence you, but I'll ask Corey if this is an actual thing because I want to remember this is a thing. Is it a thing that vampires have like the reflective eyes at night like cats? I think we all do at a certain degree, uh, but yeah, I guess I guess you could say vampires too. 
Are you kidding me? I have been on a video camera where my eyes were flashing. I have pulled out my phone and looked at my child in the dark and his eyes were like a cat's. Like, okay. it happens in the proper light. Like, it's creepy, but it happens. Um, I'd say okay, yeah, that probably does happen. Um, another okay. physical thing is, like, you don't appear in mirrors. Um, that's another physical thing. Well, like, pure silver mirrors. Like, because the whole thing about the whole vampire... I won't go into it. It's a long spew. But... I want to keep argue her... with me on how silver was a thing against vampires. It was like, it absolutely is from, like, the oldest lore, even. <laughs> like... I, I think... Ooh, okay. Knowing what we're about to go up against, I think I want to keep the reflective eyes... I think I want to keep the lack of reflection in silver mirrors because Kelly did not have mirrors growing up, so it doesn't matter to her. But yeah, all right, I'll keep that. So the first thing that's going to happen during this transformation is you are going to feel an uncontrollable need to throw up. Um, you will probably bend over, you will retch, and, and I'm taking this because this is a huge curse. I'm not making you roll. Um, no, do it. Whatever you Everything do. that comes out is black miasma. Um, it is not physical. It is like a nasty red and black swirling kind of almost living fog. Like the Green that Mile. Kind of. Cool. Um, think, well, if you've watched Harry Potter, uh, Magical Creatures and Where to Find Them, when that boy turns into the, what do they call it, the weird, like, half-human things that do a lot of destruction. Basically that, um, except, like, light shining from the inside and spinning around inside of it. That's going to come out. Um, and it is going to continue coming out for a short while, while the room kind of fills a bit with this, and as it fills, this thing is swirling around, bouncing around the walls. Um, it might knock off a few things, like a couple of paintings, photos. It'll knock over a table in the corner. Um, and then eventually, you will kind of give out the last of it from your throat. And it will, it will shatter a wooden window slash window frame-ish area. And it will leave the hut. And it will leave you pretty much as you were human. Oh, oh tiefling. <laughs> no. As I was. Caster's going to do the make sure. I know you said it, but he wants to make sure. So he's going to eyes of the graveyard. Actually, I do need you to roll to see if you were human or tiefling. What? This gets rid of oh all curses. Bloodline and not bloodline. Being a tiefling is in your blood. And from the very far back situation of tiefling, oh just because somebody in your bloodline made a deal with a demon for some reason. This could potentially okay. clear that. Oh no! I don't want to not be a tiefling, but okay. Uh, what am I rolling? Join the rest of the humans in the party. Join us. If it is okay. below 50, you are human. If it is above 50, you are remaining tiefling. Oh my god. Okay. Most important role. I'll give her my inspiration. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna no suck. No inspiration on this one. Damn. No inspiration on this. All right. 
This is a magical item effect. Oh no. Okay. Uh all right, we're gonna roll. I I can't do shit. Hold on. Oh, 35. Oh my god. Welcome. As Callisto stands back up, she is human. Could she be an elf or something else that it was before? I was gonna say! Like she's if, elven bloodline. Yeah, so she'd probably be an elf. Oh, Whatever okay. your family's race was before yeah. you became a tiefling is what elven. you will revert to. We were elves. Yeah. Oh, what God. Kind of, what kind of elf? I would assume wood elf. Zara's going to be in the chair and he's going to be like clapping because that's microphone's not picking up the clapping, but then he'll be like, huh? I think Callie has not quite registered. She can't see herself alive. in a mirror either. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> I said, she can't see herself in a mirror either. No, she can't. <laughs> um, okay. If I if I may do a little bit of flavor here. So the magnolias that have been on her horns fall into her hair. And she's just standing there for a second. I don't think she's even processed the fact that she's not a tiefling anymore. She's just trying to cope with being alive again. Because it's been a hot minute. She turns to Caster. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Jesus. That was a lot. You could say that. Why are you looking at me like that? Caster is going to... Ooh, hold on. This might pose to be a little bit difficult. All right. Corey, you'll have to let me know. It is an ocean, so maybe not. Uh, Caster is going to grab Callisto by the hand and take her outside and point at the water so she can look at her reflection in the water. She's... You will find that the bashing of the shore waves will make that almost nearly impossible. Plus, the slush and the ice will not give off a clear, a clear view. Uh, all right. Well, then Caster will immediately lead her back inside. Is there a bucket inside? Um, I believe so. Empty. Yeah. Yeah. Caster will cast create or destroy water at first level to fill up the barrel with water. And then he'll point at it. She looks. And she just stares at herself for a minute. Mostly because I think the first thing she notices is not the skin tone. It's the fact that she has visible pupils. And then it goes from there. Um, may I ask Cory? Her hair's not purple. Do I have rain to choose what color it is? Okay. Same as the original character creator, you do all that. Okay, awesome. 
Uh, all right, I guess I'll just describe myself as an elf. This will be fun. Um, so she looks, notices the blue eyes that are still same teal color, just pupiled. Skin tone is a lot paler than she expected, um, but covered in freckles. And then she notices her hair has turned from purple to black. Which doesn't look all that different in the in the water. And there's no horns. I think it's at about this point that she just screams. Which I'm not going to do because I don't want to blow out my mic. Aster then, will wrap his arms around her and hug her. It's okay. No! No, it is, no, it is not! Okay! Where? What? Can I roll a roll to see if I know what happened, Corey? Uh, you can roll an arcana. I don't think religion would help you much with this. Could I also roll? I feel like Caustic may get this one as well. I feel like Zare would ask Caustic to... Caustic, can you roll? Roll. <laughs> Zare would be it, like... It probably won't need a knight. I did click. So give it Wait, about 15 Corey, minutes I... for that dice roll to pop up. There it is. Also, may I make a minor correction to my race, Corey, if you'll allow it? I imagine after being deluded for so long uh, by other tieflings, um, she's actually a half-elf? Does that make sense to you? Because it makes sense to me, but I don't know if it makes sense to you. And I am allowed, I am totally fine with being a full elf, if that works. Sorry. Run that by me one more You're time. good. My, okay. Where I'm going with this, we can cut this out, um, is I feel like my, my race, my, sorry, I don't know how to phrase this, um, lifespan. Because tieflings only have a lifespan of human lifespan, but elves are, like, several hundred years. And I'd imagine Callie had a normal, like, human-ish lifespan, just, just comes from a vaguely elven bloodline, so for the sake of argument, can we say she's a half-elf? Yeah? Sure. Okay, cool. Love it. Um, yeah. She, she's just panicking. What do I get with a 19, Corey? Um, basically it cured everything in her blood. Um, it didn't just cure the vampirism. It cured any curse that her family was dealing with before all of this. So, Caster, still having Callisto wrapped up in his arms, uh, he'll take a second, he's thinking, and then he'll say, this crystal must not have just removed your vampirism curse, but any curse related to your bloodline and from what I remember tieflings started as a curse from a devil making a pact with a mortal yeah but uh, fucking hell did it have to be that 
What's what's wrong with that? You're you're still you. Yes, I'm still me. Except every single thing about me, from the age of being a, a baby to being 21 and now 22, has just been thrown out the fucking window. No, it hasn't. It's still all. You still have all of that. It hasn't changed. You just look different. You're still you. How do I explain that to my family? I mean, for God's sake, being a tiefling was everything. I, I didn't even know that word. It was just, that's what I am, and now I'm not that. I'm whatever the fuck I am now, and I don't know what that is. That's what I'm not Kaga's dead. Head. Castro Kaga's head and be like, elf? God. I don't know. It, it makes sense. Your family comes from the forest. I mean, yeah, that does make sense. How... How am I gonna explain this? I don't even look like I did. You can have me explain it. Someone they've never met? This doesn't even matter. I'm alive. I should be happy about that. I mean, to be fair, they should be dead, so... Yeah, totally. Can I kiss you without my teeth in the way? Do you mind? Astral nod. Caustic kind of turns to face to, like, the wall to give them some privacy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Thumbs Calisto. up behind the back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Calisto's just gonna kiss him. Yeah. I have to take comfort in that. A few of us have left, right? Where Actually, has everyone was, else gone? I think it was just uh, Finn who left, because Castor offered to go with him, and then he said, no, nah, I need to do this on my own. Finn, where, where are you headed? Where else? To Anastasia's house. We're going to cut from this moment, because we found a reasonable, happy... Mm -hmm. I'm fine with conjecture it. moment. Um, Jump off point. Yeah. And, and you'll notice that the place has probably been spruced up a bit. Um, the towns maybe have got two or three more new kind of statues throughout town, you know, posing and trying to look as best, I guess you could say it would. Um, uh, uh, what, are the, what are the statues of? Just people in poses. Oh, I wouldn't recognize them. I mean, it doesn't look like anybody you know. Okay. Did they look like caustic? Like a like maybe? Okay. Thought maybe his father came back and started putting statues of himself up here. No. Um, they don't seem to be royals or anything like that either. Um, they're just. You, you guess they're just artistic. I was going to say autistic. Um. But they're just artistic. Um, they're just pieces that seem to be kind of fluffed. Yeah. You'll arrive at her place, and you'll you'll kind of knock on the door, and there will be no answer. Okay. Um. I'm going to cast. 
it's uh, sending to Anastash and and say, "Are you out somewhere? I'm at at your home." You will receive no answer. Uh, spell, spell, spell. I don't have anything. I I will uh, use another spell to send sending to her father and if and ask if he knows where Anastasia would be because I I have I want to speak to her and uh, I have she's not answering the door. You will also receive no answer. I run back to the group. And I mean, I I'm not I am not hiding anything. I would book it. Would you be interested? Because once you kind of step away from the door, about a, you know, take two steps, you'll hear the door kind of creak open. Yeah, I will. I'll turn and and look and see if somebody see if I see anybody like poking their head out or an eye. No, nobody's doing that. But the door definitely isn't locked, and it wasn't shut properly. I go in. Um, are you looking for Anastash? Yes. I, I'm looking for anything, like if there's, if I see her, anything of hers, or how the place looks. The place looks a little dusty. Um, cold, definitely. The fire's gone out days ago. Um, sitting at the table are two more statues. However, these two you do recognize. One is Anastage, and one is her father. They are sitting at the table, looking as though they were enjoying a meal. But they are stone. Uh, can I make like some kind of arcana, ar- arcana to see if I know, like? Saturday game, I know what this is, but I wouldn't. I would think Finn would need more, like, act, see if he would know. Yeah, you should. Could. Sorry. A six. Hard to tell what's caused this. I. I've run back to the group after that, like... Give me... Uh, give me an investigation check. Um, okay. On the way back. 20. Those statues you saw earlier, um, those weren't statues. These are other people who seem to have been going about their daily business. And were just kind of stoned wherever they stood. Um... Doesn't look like anybody had planned anything for rebuilding this town. It looks as though a lot of people 
have turned to stone. Yeah, he realizing that he panics more and and like like dashes back to the the shack. I'd say you'd, you'd probably return just after the whole situation with uh, Callisto. Because it wouldn't take you much time to get there and then get back. Just enough for this this ritual to have finished. And he, like, almost barrels through the door. Uh, and Carlson just probably... Breath. Uh, I guess a... Uh, Good meeting, if you're not out of breath. Stone. Statues. People. Something has turned people into statues. Caster will look. At first intrigued and then shocked. And he'll get up and go over towards... Uh, Finn, show me. Uh, okay, just who's that? Hi, Callisto. Questions for later. Yeah. But uh, he'll. He will, like, show y'all, like, to Anastage, like, where her, where her place is, so you can, and show you where they are. Aster will look. Chris, you're muted. Who's going with him? Aster. I think Kelly. I would, as well, Caustic would kind of step out. Um... So on that information, Corey, IJs have two theories. Um, can I do a check slash already know since this is Lorbrim or like have advantage to figure out what this is if it's not one of the things that I'm thinking of already? That was a very complicated. You could attempt it, um, Arcana. Because. If, if I can take this a step outside for a second, I want to see if this is a very strong, like, Medusa or Basilisk, or if this is the balance. If, if that makes sense. Uh, would that still be an Arcana check? It would. Um, okay. A high one. Okay. Eh, not that high. <laughs> it's not horrible. Um, they don't seem as though they were being attacked, right? You're just describing. They're not like panicking. They're having. Yeah, they're. They don't look like they've noticed something they shouldn't. They don't look as though they've noticed other people changing and maybe started to panic. Like everybody just kind of turned to stone where they were standing at that moment at that instant how old is the food look um the food at this point probably like two days old it's cold it's mostly frozen 
Um, it's not really rotting or anything. It's just like, especially with how cold it is outside, it, it's as if somebody had made a fresh meal and then directly thrown it into a refrigerator. Caster is going to try something, and he's going to place his hand on Anastasia's shoulder, and with his other hand, he will pull out the opal that um, that Zareth got him, and he will begin to chant a little bit under his breath in Celestial, and cast Identify. See if there is a magic on them. So this only works on items or imbued objects. A uh, stone statue object? A trigger that shows you that it's not a magic imbued like object. So that's it's... at least some information. If it says if you touch instead touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. That's the last line. You can do it on creatures as well. So, it's not really a spell that you would know. Um, so, like, a name wouldn't readily come up. But it, it deals with basically turn two stone. Um, it's not been cast. It just kind of exists now. Alright, so Caster will nod to himself. And you'll see... He thinks this is beyond anything he can currently fix, but he's gonna give it a shot. And you're gonna see some warm radiant energy pulse through his hand into the statue of Anastage as he casts Dispel Magic at third level. It will have no effect. Me as a player, I know it has an effect, can I roll to see if Caster would know what would fix it? Um, Zare knows what would fix it, because Caster and Callisto were petrified before. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Um, Caster, don't you need that greater restoration with the diamonds? Doodly yeah, it's a spell that I, I've never been able to comprehend. I can't I can't grasp that level of magic even as I go further beyond it. There's something about that that makes it difficult. Yeah, you'll see. Oh, sorry. You're good. I have a question. Callie would know how big her own village is. It's the entire town of Lorbrum, right? Far more people than your village. Okay. That was my question. Cool. And I, I see you're thinking like life for a life kind of situation. That was exactly where my mind went, and I was freaking out. And that's you couldn't actually see that. What I was thinking, I was like, "Can I post run telly of how many people were turned to stone?" And to be like, "Hey, Callisto, how many people were in your village?" And then like, here's that. That was my thought. Here's yes. what I'll give you for your identify, since you know you're going through the steps. Mm -hmm. It is a curse. Okay. The very base of whatever this is, it is a curse. Pastor will mumble that out as he's thinking. I didn't mean to click that yet. I meant to click it out so I could read it. But I'm going to try it anyway. Um, 
So Caster begins to, under his breath, say a little prayer, asking his uh, his father to help him out in the situation, if there's anything he can do for the people of this town, with a divine intervention roll of the exact opposite. Oh. If only you wanted to. If only you wanted high numbers, not low numbers. Dang. Zara's standing in the corner, and he's looking at Anastasia's father. And he says, I have a question. We were told that Anastasia's father was imprisoned. Why is he petrified holding a cup of tea? No, he was he wasn't in prison. He was in the uh, tantrum for like uh talking if I remember correctly. The person who was in prison was uh, Robert the the Ben's teacher basically. It's also just been bad information. It could be. On, on what heard or who we heard it from, it could have been something to scare us. You know, um, not to be him, but it does the concern. Uh, a kind of pull cloak hood back. I don't think I have to worry about being seen. Ben is like on his knees next to Anastas, like holding the the stone hand, and, and he's like, "If maybe if like if you can't, we could get like uh, the high priest or somebody, somebody a higher cleric." You'll you'll see. Caster will be he'll be listening to you. You can tell by the way he's nodding as you speak at him, but he's still got his hand on his shoulder, and he's he's right now going through basically his spells and giving it a try, even though I know as a character it's not going to... Or a player I know it's not going to work. He doesn't know as a character that it won't. So he'll try a lesser restoration. Every time you'll see him pause for a minute, and then you'll see his hand glow. And my guess is, Corey, nothing happens? No. If we need a quick solution, I can try and talk to my mom. She might be able to at least find out what happened. If nothing else. Please, like, I, I just, I, I don't want to leave her like this. I got it. Um, oh, with all due respect, Fitton, leaving her like this is probably the safest you can do. He'll give you a dirty look. She's not going to starve. As long as she's not moved, she's not going to break. Something to town. Seemingly... Me? Yeah, you were cutting in and out in robotic. Am I any better now, or do I need to connect and... or disconnect and reconnect? Sound good right now. I'm good. I, something tells me that a whole town simultaneously turned to stone is something a bit above our pay grade and a bit probably connected to everything else. So I think if we fix 
the one problem, it will fix this. Or, if it doesn't, we can come back here when we don't have the impending destruction of the planet uh, bearing down on us. Um, while this conversation is happening, uh, Corey, Corey, Corey is going to be Corey and do things. Callisto uh, is going to step out of the room and cast Animal Messenger. Uh, so she, I, did I get it in the chat yet? Give me one second. I might not have. Oh, well, this is nice. Thanks, World20, for not loading. She's going to try and summon a blue jay. And, uh... We'll get a seagull. I'll get a seagull. I love it. I'll take a seagull. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Roll20 is not loading. Oh, hello? Hello? Are we going to work today? Yes. Except the spell card is not in the chat. One second, I'm so sorry. You guys can continue your scene. I'll get back to this in a minute. Um, question for Corey and for Jace. Uh, Jace, you still have the remove curse spell scroll? I have it. This is up to Corey. I have been trying to memorize it this, like, whole time, basically. Uh... Since I yeah, got I it, memorize it. I, I it's don't. on my spell list. It's. I mean, it's also on mine. I. But I know that once it's memorized, it goes away. Like you, basically, uh, yeah. politics kind of been been on that this whole time. Uh, I think I. When Callista was first turned into Pyre, I was in the process of memorizing. I think that was like, hey, I've been trying to memorize it, but if y'all want, I can crack the scroll now. Corey, could I have learned it in whatever subsequent time since uh, I think it's been like two weeks? Maybe just a week? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think at some point uh, it would have just disintegrated. You could still have, like, you know, you have that caustic with still respond. Plastic, you had that scroll, didn't you? Uh, from uh, Lady Pesca, I think? Yes. Gave it to, uh, uh, I don't. I spent some time committing it to memory um, and it faded upon completion. So you know it, then. You know it. I don't have the materials and the mindset for it right now. Uh, give me an hour and I can do it. Elsie Caster is fidgeting with the beads on his uh, his holy symbol necklace and just kind of going, going through them and he's looking down at Finn. And I think we may be able to help her. But we need to be on our all right now, because we don't know what did this. Um, Zara's going to take a very, like, mean, cautious look at the statue of the 
great lion man. And uh, he's he's going to um, slip out the door quick, like relatively quickly following Callisto. And um, actually, you just pinged your animal messenger spell. So Zare will come in right after you send the message off. Is that okay? That's totally fine. Okay, um, awesome. Do your okay. thing. So, Callie will step out of the room and summon a seagull and uh, attempt... Uh, she will describe RK as detailed as she possibly can and send the message. Hi. It's Callisto. Did you succeed? If yes... Let me know. We may need my mother's help in Lorbrum. And she will release the seagull uh, off towards the Grangle Jungle, hopefully. And at um, that time, Zare will, will kind of close the door very softly behind him. And, um, but, but. Not to disturb people outside, but to at the same time make Callisto aware that he is behind her. Um, and um, a message? Yes. Is it to who I think it is? Who do you think it is? He'll smile and, and he'll, he'll just come around to, to face so more square, uh, squarely and and um, he'll he'll close his eyes for a second he's not quite sure what to say and he'll say I'm not quite sure what to say um I can't imagine going through what you have just gone through and continue to do but and with all this magic around I can't even comprehend myself what other people are thinking let alone what I'm trying to put together in my head I I wanted to tell you something back in the shack when you were justifiably freaking out as I would have done um from what I know about where you come from, from all your stories, from Castor's religious knowledge and history, and the same of Caustic, and he'll 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 kind of take your hands in his hands, but not in a romantic way, almost like a handlebar handlebar way, <laughs> and he'll be like. And he'll be like circling his thumbs on the back of your on the back of your hands, feeling the tendons and everything. Not in a creepy way, but just the devil who made the deal. And he'll look you in the eye. Their blood ran in your father's veins. And in your mother's veins. But do you know who else's? Who's? Your father's blood ran in his veins. And your mother's blood in hers. 
and their parents' blood in each respectively. And your mother and your father flow within you for as long as your heart beats. And he'll let go of your hands. Ellie smiles. I needed that. She's just gonna hug him. Just bear hug. And without knowing if she's trying to speak behind his back, um, he'll just say, and you still do look very lovely with your glass horns, even if there's nothing underneath. Thanks. I might actually need... She'll pull away so that she can... He can see her face. I might actually need to use those, because having nothing on top of my head is very weird, but we've got bigger problems for the moment than aesthetics. Yes. God, it is cold out here. <laughs> yes, um, let's get back inside. Maybe you can explain your message to the rest, unless it's maybe just part of the message. It seems like you have plans, and he'll open the door for Callisto to walk in. I'll walk back in. While all this is going on, while they've been conversating, Finn's in his head, uh, like, praying praying to uh, Dagon and saying, "If is there a... Do, do you know what happened? Like, what... what, what is there a way I can fix this? I'll, I'll give my soul for it, like, anyway. Is there anything I can do to help? The balance has been disturbed. The only thing now that can fix this is getting rid of Zalem. Um, without actually hearing that, both literally and figuratively, um, Zare will actually pipe up to Caustic. Lord Hogan seems like the kind of person who would delve into the territory of curses. Perhaps there's something on this in his study, if he kept one. That's probably true, and I can tell you that whatever he did to get Zolom was in his study. So... That's probably true. Um, Finn's gonna stand up before he does say anything. He will. He will say to to Dagon, "Is that get rid of him? Get rid of him? Or would pure doing the ritual be enough?" Doing the ritual might restore balance, and doing so would restore most things on the mortal plane. We would probably have more on balance were one of the gods to be killed. Okay. I guess I should ask this now. Do you feel the other half anywhere near here? Yes. Where? 
do not know. Okay. And he's going to say this out loud. I spoke to Dagon. The reason why they're they're this way is because the balance has shifted. The only thing to fix it is to defeat Solemn. And we do that. Yes. And the other half of the purification ritual is here. Just not, we don't know where. Maybe your uh, your father might have had some information on it. Caustic. Uh, very possibly, or perhaps we could reverse engineer some sort of ritual from the ritual that was used to summon him? Or perhaps we can find some expensive incense and I can gather more information. Right. You see Finn start checking himself and out of his coat pocket he'll pull the the wrapped paper of of the letter from uh, uh, Lady uh, Lady Pesca so I, and I'll say, she gave me this when we met her, Lady Pesca, and it was supposed to lead to my heart's desire. Right now, more than anything, I'd love to find where the second half of this ritual is. And I think it's about time I see if uh, if that if it'll help us. And he's going to open the letter. Um, letter? Sorry, refresh my memory. It it was when we met Lady Pesca. She gave him a an uh, basically an envelope that said it would lead to your heart's desire, because it was supposed to lead me to where the the liar was somewhere in yeah. Dragon's Rest. But he's hoping maybe it maybe it does change with what his heart wants. So that's why he's opening it now. Um. It is literally just a sheet of paper with an arrow on it. <laughs> Could I hold it kind of like a dowsing rod and like move it around? Uh, the arrow will change and shift on the page. Oh, sick. Where is it pointing? Uh, classical kind of like look around as if, like, basically try to configure things, and I tell where it's pointing, I'd have to walk over to Finn and, like, look at the paper. Is it pointing somewhere in town? Um, I mean, potentially? I mean, literally, just an arrow. Um, no map, no nothing, no instructions, just an arrow. We're... I assume we're on the southern... I mean, we're at least on the southern end of the Borbrim Island. Um, which yeah. way is it pointing compass-wise? North. Caustic, seeing that it's pointing north, is going to roll their eyes. I think I know where it is. Um, let's take a detour um, at 
Lord Hogan's Manor, get some information. Maybe it will be there, but I think I know where it is. Uh, if it's pointing north from here, then it's in Frostfa Church. Um, and that's not a good place to be. Um, have you been there before? Maybe we could just teleport to it. Have I been? No, I have not been there before. My father has, uh, some guard expeditions have, but, uh, well, my father secretly went there. I was told that it was too dangerous to go there and that they couldn't ris risk anyone in any position of authority, um, so I wasn't allowed to go there. Alright, then let's do what we gotta do and get this over with. We should be able to walk there, theoretically. If it's cold enough that some of this water is freezing, maybe the swamp will be frozen over, so it won't be such a quite literal slog. Uh, but, like I said, let's check out Lord Hogan's Manor uh, see what we can do there. Okay. Beat the way. Uh, Caustic, do so. Um... Let me let me look up something very specific. Something. So, no, I. Uh, once once we get there, uh, I want to check this place to see if two specific people are here and what their state is. Uh, so give me a second. I'll go check out the city. Uh, feel free to help yourself if there's anything that you can fix or that you want. Uh, go ahead and take it. Alcohol, books, clothing. I don't care. It's it's all yours. Uh, Caustic is going to walk around the house and see, A, if they can find their mom, uh, even if mom is a statue, and B, if they can find Azul, uh, also a statue. Um... Give me an investigation. Investigation. Ready. Chop. Thirteen. So there's just one uh, person here in this building, um, and they are they're kind of covered under cloth. Um. As if maybe they had passed. Um, they're in what a lot of people would still have today known as a morning room. Mm, almost like a wake room kind of thing? Like yeah. A, yeah, okay. Until, especially around here, because until a body is able to be laid to rest, you got to have a place to put them. And there is kind of a morgue situation, but like your royals, you would probably, probably have like a a specialty room built for such occasion. Um, and that will be your mother. Uh, there is no one else inside the building. Is she a statue or is she flesh? 
She is a statue. Caustic will just kind of... I assume that there's, like, some seats kind of nearby so you can sit and, like, spend time with the body. Yeah. And Caustic would also know the context of this room as well. Even though she is a statue, Caustic would know that this is the morning room. But Caustic will just kind of sit there, um, just kind of quietly, like, back hunched over, kind of like both their hands at their face, and they are holding uh, a necklace in their hands. Uh, and it'll probably... It'll be a suspicious amount of time for the group. I, I will say that. It'll probably be, like, at least 30 minutes if no one comes to get them. Um. Zara definitely thinks about it a couple times, but I, I don't, I don't think he would. Aster would. I was going to say, I think Callie would as well. Uh, she doesn't really just... know what she's looking. No, oh, sorry. You're good. Go ahead. As you say, Finn's just at the door. He's like not e not even gone into the building. Are you sure the arrow's not pointing to anything in the building? Is it? It is still pointing north. Yeah, if it I'll I'll go ahead and preface if it's pointing any direction besides north, he would have gone that way. It's it's the Skyrim objective marker. We entered a new building and it's still pointing at it's pointing back to the outside world. So that's where Finn is yeah. I know what Zer would have done. In that time, he probably would have looked for the study. Um you'll find one. You'll find that half the books seem to be missing. Okay. So if somebody has ransacked the bookshelves. Um, are there any papers lying open on the desk? Or has it been wiped clean as well? I wouldn't say wiped clean. I mean, there's a few books, but none of them are poets of the 13th century. Kind of just simple stuff. Nothing huge. Zer's going to take out um, basically like a, like a piton from his uh, Thieves Tools kit, roll back up, and he's going to um, start um, just... He's going to like dangle it gently, like a tuning fork, and he's going to start hitting components of the furniture and also um wooden beams and posts and floorboards and stuff see if that vibration changes and he's feeling it through the delicate uh tips of his fingers and he's he's looking for anything that sounds hollow or feels hollow 
and um, might um, might contain a secret compartment. Uh, you can give me an investigation. Yeah, I'll do my best. I can't find I can see my laptop for roll twenty. Okay. Um since I am taking up the majority of this half hour and um using delicate instruments, um do you still want me to roll an investigation intelligence or an investigation with dexterity? investigation yes your question doesn't make any sense to me the rule in the PHP says when you try like if you try to intimidate with strength because I'm using no what you're talking about when you use extraordinary measures, it's a very common rule when you use extraordinary measures to perform a task in an unusual way, the DM can rule that you use a different ability score modifier. No, just give me a straight investigation. Okay, that's all I needed. That's a seven. Uh, that is a seven. So even with the tool, right? Even with uh, kind of that extra thought in there. It you get the sense there's nothing hidden here. Um, it's not a fail per se. There's just nothing special here. Yeah. Um, I I definitely feel that. <laughs> um, but. Um, with caustic on my mind, I'm going to turn my attention to the bookshelf and I'm going to look for anything that looks like a family crest. Anything that looks like a like a personal book that would have belonged to his father or their father. And, um, like, as opposed to just any old library book that he had collected, look to see if there's anything that Lord Hogan might have left behind himself. Not physically left behind himself, but left behind of himself. No. Hmm. Like I said, this place seems thoroughly picked clean. Um, somebody may... It, it looks like, you know, um, if you're, like, looking at the building and, and the dust, like, particles and stuff like that, like, somebody has not only taken things, but returned and taken more things, and then returned and taken more things. Like, they had had time to clear this place out. Okay, I'll return to the group. I think while uh, while Zer has been doing that, Callisto has been sticking very close to Fen, not 
saying anything, but just being there, letting him know that she's there if he wants to talk. And I think Caster would have gone to find Caustic, seeing that he's been gone for so long. And he'll walk in and see Caustic sitting in that chair, and then notice the stone body laid to rest with cloth draped over it. And he'll walk up and take a seat next to Caustic. Caustic will be quiet for like probably a couple seconds after you sit down, and then out looking up like without even moving, just why was she turned to stone? I I can't answer that question. I don't know. Don't I don't understand the rules. You know, they're they're taught one set of things, one set of rules as a child, and then that changes. And then they say that's just being an adult. And then those rules change. And they just say that's the real world. They keep changing and they keep changing and they just never the same. Nothing is what it was. I understand that. Things are different. Nothing makes sense. It's hard to make sense out of all of this. You... How'd you... Is this your mother? I would assume. I don't even know because Caustic will kind of look and like turn to you um, and like their eyes are really red. It doesn't look like they're actually like fully crying yet, but just at that like there is going to be something that's going to happen if things don't go a certain way kind of look. She wasn't even my real mother, but she raised me all the same. And how much did she know? Did she know that Lord Hogan was a buyer and a manipulator? Or was she just another victim? I mean, it's not like he could have brought... It's not like he could have tricked her into thinking that I was both her, but why wasn't I told? It, it wouldn't have changed anything. I, I, uh, this could have been simple. This could have been easy. At the time that, um, about halfway through that, when, when Cossack's mother was mentioned. Zer will appear at the doorway with everyone else. Well, except Caster, who has taken a seat beside Cossack. Um, come in. I suppose we're in the middle of a wake now. 
Caustic? Yes. You're a bit of a contradiction, aren't you? And it's maybe not one of your own design. I... I want to appeal to your logic, because that's how I've always gotten you to respond, but this time... Well... Well, this time... You know, I... I've always admired you for your, your tactics and your precision even the tiniest details from how you always hold the head of your spear just a few inches behind your frame and guard stance to 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 the way you always set a slice of pie with its filling pointed straight up the customer but that was not nearly as inspiring as on that rainy night on Tristan's ship when you branded yourself caustic. People like Thorn, who are cold calculators, and people like you, they're just not. There was something more than... There was something more than a new name burning in your heart that night. There was virtue. And from what I've learned along our adventure, if there is one thing that I've learned, is that you can't divorce emotion from logic. And I'm I'm not making a big, general, wise, grand statement this time. I'm talking about you personally. Because you can't separate logic from virtue. Sometimes, even if it hurts. Is this... What am I supposed to take from that? Krausik, last time we were here, Thorn dropped a tower on you meters from this building, working for the beast your father summoned. We all need you now, Krausik. We need you to burn and shine bright because you... I know that's who you are. You, you have me now, I suppose. All of you, I just... Um. Esther will hold up a hand and say he's mourning the loss of somebody who was close to him. It's not easy. Even if it... it's not who you thought it was. And I will say now that leaves one person for me to get answers from. And that is a person I will not take no from. Not anymore. So whatever fire I have, whatever lays within me, whatever pile of ash, whatever pile of soot that there is, will reignite. We get to Fort Wilson. I promise you that. 
You'll see Caster pull out two copper pieces, place them on the head of the statue, and he'll hold his hand out to you, Caustic. Caustic will take the hand if it's if that's what you're offering. Yep. And then Caster will place his hand his other hand on the forehead. And he'll cast gentle repose. Even if it doesn't do anything, it's his ritual that he always does. Caustic will actually kinda like laugh uh when you do that. Uh you know, um that's kind of an important job around here. Um, sometimes they have a bad habit back. So, I don't think there's much risk of that here, but thank you for that. Esther will nod. And I'll give your hand a squeeze before he lets go. Um, did you, did anyone get a chance to look at the study or do I need to Take a second look at that. I, my father's got some secret chores where he keeps kept booze um, hidden from me as a as a kid. You can check those. You can try. I've found some empty compartments. It looks like everything that had been hidden had been opened and ransacked. didn't find anything that was hidden that wasn't already open. I'll say that. Okay. Uh, I'd like to take a look. Just in case. Uh, then we can... Then we can go. Did anyone need anything, by the way, before we leave? Uh, that, that offer was a little bit in jest, but... I'm kind of tempted to light this place on fire now as we go. If you have any access to expensive incenses, I could get us more information, but that's all I could use. You can ransack this house to see if there's any valuables left, though. If they broke into my father's study, I, I doubt it. Um, do you mind turning the house over uh, on my behalf to see if there's anything valuable while I check out the study and, and see some things? Sure, I'll give it a shot. Uh, Corey, we can just kind of hand wave this at least half of this scene. Um, Caustic's gonna just like look through the desk, kind of knowing the secret compartments that their dad would use. Is there, is there any in any of those? There is, um, I mean, if anybody didn't know it was useful for anything, it's just an old brass key. Uh, uh, but you would know that's not to anything in the house. Still grab it just in case, just because it's something that was left behind. And then I guess we can do this now. Is there like a book that like Lord Hogan would have read to like Caustic as a kid that would still be up on the shelf? Not necessarily like a kid's book, but like 10 competent tips for leadership kind of thing. Like, is there anything on the shelf like that? I'd say there's probably two. Um, one from your your dad, one from your mom. Um, one is uh, basically like a little bunny story. Um, 
kind of like Peter Rabbit today. Um, the other one uh, is so that one's from your mother, and the one from Hogan is um, the no, the nobility's promise, and it's a story of you know a simple noble who is supposed to stay pure and good, um, but eventually loses his way over time. Uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> just hey, here's my plan. Uh, is there anything in there? Like I'm actively, I would assume, if my dad was here, that for some reason he would have left a note or like any glimmer of humanity in that man that would have left a hint or something. Is there anything in those books or like a note or anything? That's what Caustic's looking for. So there, there's a note in your mother's book. Uh, well, technically it's, it's like kind of written by two hands. The first half is your final words from your mother. Um, you weren't here when she passed, so she wrote it down on paper for you. Um, and then the second one was, you know, not that it's going to mean much, but um, your dad basically explaining that he didn't think it was going to go down the way it did. Um, the scriptures and stuff that he had read between trying to figure out how to summon him and and who Zalem is now is vastly different. Um, he thought that there was a chance a deal could have been struck, but he would have been lied to. Um, all the scriptures was a lie. Everything's been fabricated to make Zalem seem that he was more useful to anyone than he was. Um, and your father just basically says that if he'll find a way, he'll stop him. But keep your enemies close, basically. Alright. Uh, Caustic is gonna kind of fold those notes uh, and kind of be in the like foyer slash like sitting room uh, kind of we can skip forward unless anyone else wants to do anything but like just once the group is there uh... Aster at your behest is turning the house over and he is not very dexterous nor is he a great investigator so you will hear things you know clattering and falling as he looks for anything of value in use. And this... he rolls a 16 for investigation. Anything, Corey? I mean, you, you might find a display piece with sandalwood that you can kind of like shave off and use as like a sandalwood incense. You know, because incense are really just like shaved particles of like wood. <laughs> oh, I was, yeah. I was just telling him if they wanted like nice clothes or if there was like a $20 bill in some drawer. Like, just steal. Just take whatever we want or need. Like, or a human gun. Um, <laughs> is there any, like, valuables, is what I was asking. Valuable-wise? I mean, there are a few things left. You know, you've got... It's a fancy house, right? So, like, you've got a full piano. You've got, like, uh, really lovely drapes. Uh, some paintings. I mean, oh, nothing that's going to be, like, easily taken um, for, like, an adventurer kind of purposes. The gold has been cleared from any safes that they might have had in the house. 
Um, and as, as far as it goes, you know, you, you might find like maybe a signet ring or something laying here and there worth like maybe five, six gold. Um, a total you guys might be able to find, you know, like question. Enough... Hmm? question about the piano ivory keys. No, wooden painted. Damn. Nothing actually nice in this house should. Well, I was going to say, I already have the ivory strips, so it doesn't make a difference, but if I needed those for that Legend Lore spell and finding a piano with ivory keys, that would have been great. Be like, pop, pop, pop. But you could probably accumulate maybe two or three fancy clothes, right? For both males and females. Um, you can collect probably about 20 gold in like lower riches. Um, everything else seems to have been kind of stripped from the place. Like whoever, whoever went through this place did it methodically. They knew what they were looking for. Um, they knew the intricacies of the house. They knew what they were cleaning out, um, whether they needed pretty much every scrap of gold they could find or what, but yeah. Uh, once everyone's uh, back in the, the sitting room with the random assortment of change that they found in between couch cushions, uh, terrible. Is it too bad that I burned this place down? Is that not advisable? A little catharsis? There's nothing wrong with that. Do you I, want help? Uh... I think I've got it. Um, I think Fidium might speak up. Like, I don't know the situation, and this is your house in the end. Feel free. Um, but I know that there is a person in there, whether alive or dead, and a lot of things are going to change once you guys apparently take down this big guy. Are you worried that I don't know, maybe they could come back or something to nothing? Or I don't think that she laid down in the morning room for a little bit of a nap and covered up with a sheet, so I'm not terribly worried about her coming back. But if my father no. wants to come back to nothing, I think that's more than he deserves. I am shredding a very, walking a very thin line here between legally being the heir to the whole game family and also spiritually not being a whole game anymore. But I can tell you that. What remains of the whole game family does not deserve that. And Caustic will kind of do, doesn't deserve this. And Caustic will kind of motion to the house. Wouldn't it be better if you gave it to somebody else then? Let someone else have this place instead of burning it to the ground? I think that will be up to 
to fair. Fair, Finn. I, I suppose the decision should be made. I'm not even going to When? I'm... What happened? When did Caster go on the side of chaos and Finn go on the side of doing the right thing? An adventure. Like, that's what happened. Yeah. Caster's uh, like, burn it down! Burn it! And Finn's like, maybe you shouldn't burn things Allie, down. of all people, I, is like, burn it down. I mean... Caustic, actually, you would know that Lorbrim does have an orphanage. and Yeah, the, the appeal to, like, the common roof. people to be like, other people can use this. That's kind of... Caustic, that does Caustic, so... Yeah, Caustic's like, that's... I was being selfish and, and this need for catharsis. I suppose that moment will come soon enough for me. But, yes, whoever leads Lorbrim will decide what they will do with this. And I should not take that choice from them. So, due north, cross the church. Are we ready? It's not a pleasant trip. You could probably also teleport. You've been I thought we could only teleport to... I, I was saying Caustic is not. Caustic, like, the church being is... So I feel like you've maybe made like half the trip through at least the swamp, right? Close to, if not on the border of Frostford Church itself. Maybe never directly to Frostford Church, but you could probably cut off at least a full day's travel through the swamp. Oh, okay. I, I can see that because I didn't know it was that far away. Yeah, I could say like I could see like a yeah, like halfway through, like a basically a day's trip, take another half day's trip, come back, camp again, and then get back to town the next day. Yeah, okay, I can. It's like almost like a training exercise, or if something happened in there, costing. Okay, so, so I, I can get us, I suppose, a little bit closer. There was some training missions, some uh, thing, but I can't get us directly there. R regardless, it is. Unpleasant in the swamps. So, are we ready for swamp unpleasantness? You'll see Caster think for a second as he remembers what spells he prepared this morning. Um, yeah, swamps shouldn't be an issue. I'm ready. Kind of, kind of my native turf, a little bit. Alright, Caustic will think back. Uh, this is actually probably a much more recent memory than uh, the last teleportation. Xerth's uh, um, just gonna, gonna pop in, because I've, I've been trying to speak with my mic muted. So. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. That's my fault. But I just wanted to pop before we teleport. Um, he'll say, uh, um, I have seen detailed illustrations of Frostra Church because of all this famous stained glass that, well, I have no idea if it's still there. But 
it was a study of my father's, as I mentioned the last time we were here. However, I think, and he'll take Fidium like under his arm, and I think, I think uh, uh, a day's travel or so with um, some martial arts training is, uh, could be due. So I'm not afraid of, of walking a little bit. Can we break a travel crystal? We have a few. That's up to y'all. Perhaps a combination of both uh, by my yes. math. Okay, as I'll say, it's a it's a couple of days walk, and I don't think we have that time. But if we, yes, we, we can we can do that. I think. I think uh, using a travel crystal should be good. As the last time we were informed, it was Frostfoot Church that posed the greater danger, and I don't think that can be alleviated with the travel crystal itself. So sorry. Sorry, I didn't, don't don't mind that. All right, then let's. I'll start playing the liar and teleport to the place that that Caustic mentioned. Getting quite good at that, Finn. So the swamp is a little frozen over. There is still lots of nasty muck. Um, and even though a lot of the trees are bare, um, the, the kind of fog that underlies this place is, is just about as bad. Um, it's not pretty. Uh, doesn't smell great. The place is, is, for the most part, pretty fucked right now. Um, but then again, it's a swamp, so, you know. It's kind of how it was going to be. I'm, I'm going to ask this question. I assume the arrow is still pointing north. Uh, yes, the arrow is indeed still pointing north. <sighs> okay. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, just due north, uh, we'll probably have to, unless we really want to push through to make camp at the church, we'll probably have to camp uh, to arrive there. Midday tomorrow. Is my tattoo glowing or pulsing or anything? No, not currently. Not got it. Figured it'd figure it still be too far away, but I had to ask. Uh, do we want to walk a little bit today and then rest, or do we want to just rest I, right? I, Oh, God. I was going to say, I think resting is the best choice. All I don't right. think we should push ourselves all the way there and not rest. We could be exhausted and not have all of our spells prepared then. Uh, Corey, question. What time of day is it right now? I may have missed this. Um, probably well past midday. Um, okay, but it's daytime. Yes. Cool. Callie... Callie is watching this guy for multiple reasons. We'll call it that. Uh, you'll watch the snow kind of trickle down from the sky. 
Caster is watching Callie for multiple reasons. So we're heading through the swamp now, right? Mm-hmm. And breaking a travel crystal. You guys will uh, I'd probably say pretty quickly reach Frost for Church. The abandoned building, um, a shadow of what it once was, uh, of course. The quickly dilapidating building, kind of leaving not much left to pretty much any spectacle these days. It is decaying, if not being taken back by the land itself, and, and pieces of the situations that were left behind, tortured pieces um posts skeletons kind of outlying the outside of this building um not beautiful anymore well once we arrive caustic will kind of like once we break through kind of like the final trees to like the clearing of it or the relative clearing of it, Caustic will just kind of look at Finn. Uh, here we are. Uh, uh, Holy Frost for Church. I think you're in the lead now. Yeah, I'm going to like have the paper out, see if, if it's pointing anywhere else, and kind of, I guess, kind of focus more like on my tattoo see if it's kind of giving off anything a pool somewhere uh, nothing on the tattoo um, the paper is still pointing north I'm going to keep walking north until it tells me to change direction or until I feel something I feel a pool or and you know anything changes uh, it is pretty much telling you do you bypass the church directly. Did, should we rest and keep going? Or keep going? Because it's it seems like it's it's not in the church. Uh, I think do we have enough time to keep going before we need to make camp? Yeah, you've probably got like another three or four hours of daylight left. Considering you guys like teleported halfway there, you know, you're, you're tail end of the night, right? So it's enough to maybe get a few more, maybe like two or three more miles. Uh, let's keep going until it's time to, to bed down, but... If it's not actually in the church, perhaps it's somewhere on the grounds, or there is a shoreline a few more miles up, but it's in the ocean. I don't really know what to do about that. Uh, I'm going to keep walking. Um, you guys will quickly pass uh, Frostwood Church. You will make it up northern. Uh, north, northern. You will make it up northern um, to where 
it, it, it's mostly a bunch of jagged cliffs. Um, everything, of course, still covered in snow. Uh, you can see off in the distance, um, in in kind of the center of the ocean, there is an island. Uh, do forgive me, this island isn't covered in snow. Um, but it's just off ashore. Like, how far away from us? Uh, well, I'd, I'd probably say at least 600 feet just offshore. And it's probably a good 800 feet from the top to the bottom. to From where the cliff starts down to the ground. Oh, damn, um, just plateau just, islands. Yeah. Yeah. Just out of reach of Dimension Door. Well, why don't we make camp here tonight, and then in the morning we can conquer this challenge fresh-faced and new. Sounds like a good idea. I think at this point, Callie is, like, actively falling asleep on Caster's shoulder while walking. You don't normally stay up this late, do you? Hmm? Oh, yeah, sorry. Still getting used to needing sleep. She hasn't slept in weeks. I mean, I have, just not normally. Esther's looking over at the island, and he's gauging it. Uh, Finn just sat down, like, right at the shoreline. And just is just staring at the island with the piece of paper in his hand. You feel a few raindrops kind of trickle on the paper. Is it, uh, messing it up or anything? I mean, it's, it's paper becoming wet, so say so um he'll put it in like his coat and keep it from getting wet could you get there finn i think i could fly that far i could dimension doors 500 feet closer and then you could fly us the rest of the way it could only be you and me though I wouldn't be able to carry everyone. Yeah. That's we're that's not, that's a bad idea, though. We're not supposed to split up. Yeah. I'll prepare some spells to help us get across the water. How it's many like people can this affect? It's like we're so close. Ooh. As you're sitting there watching that, as you say that, I need you to roll a perception for me, Finn. Perception. 16. There is something moving on that island, and it's not small. 
fact, it's kind of large. Um, it has purple skin and it moves almost like a snake. There's something there. I'm going to say that loud enough so everybody can hear. Do we uh, see it? Let's see. Uh, you'd probably have to roll a perception as well. I mean, even though he's pointing it out, the rain uh, lighting, not great. So maybe. I mean, like, you'd believe him, of course. It's not like he's telling a lie. I'm just saying that to see it yourself, you might still need to roll a perception. Uh, Zare will see it and and put a hand. His passive is higher than sixteen, um, but he'll put a hand on Finn's shoulder and nod, looking out into the rainy distance. Should be since we are seeing it. We should be able to teleport to it, if that if I'm understanding the liar right. I still think perhaps we should rest, and then I'm, we can. Uh, Please. I'm not saying do it tonight, but I but yes, we should rest. I think everybody has that on their minds tonight. We had a tough day yesterday, all of us. Some, I dare say, more than others. We need to go into this as a team with a fresh head, collectively. And uh, a little bit of training in the meantime won't do any harm either, and it'll give Fidium a little jostle in the ribs. Um. Vidium will kind of turn from speaking with Arwen and just, just kind of nod. Like, he he heard you, but definitely wasn't paying attention. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, uh, Caustic, I believe, has been the one that's been carrying the sword since we teleported into Fortosum. Uh, I, actually, I have to ask everyone a question before I make this big of a character decision. Should I just hand Fidium the sword to, like, train with? Do you think that that's wise? No, I don't. I think I we do. ask Arwen first. Like, I was uh, just gonna, like, almost, like, casually do it, or try to, like, subtly be like, hey, we need you to train, so, like, here's a sword to train with. And like, you remember just... what happened when I hit the Minotaur with that sword? Well, well, to answer the question a little bit more simply... Zare would be a little bit confused, not not totally confused, but he would clarify to Caustic that the training that he plans on doing with Fidium involves no weapons. So it wouldn't be like a don't do that, it would be like he doesn't need that this night. Sword trails. I'm um, perhaps, but, uh, no, Caster, though, uh, I know we may be feeling a little bit tired, but I, you seemed interested, 
a while ago in, in training. Perhaps we can iron down a little bit of your your techniques. I've seen you swing a blade. Uh, it's not too bad. Perhaps we can sand the edges a bit. Aster will nod and he'll tap and he, you see he's got a mace on his side and say, all I have is this right now and it doesn't really suit me very well. Well, uh, what does suit you? I have spear. Um, I have the... I'm not very strong. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, uh, I'll toss <laughs> some uh, daggers, and I think I have an extra non-magical spear. Uh, I actually don't know if spears are versatile. It's not versatile. It's a nest that I'm looking at. Or finesse, that's what I meant. Are spears not finesse? That's I don't know no, if they are or not. No, they're not. They they're versatile but not finesse. Why aren't they finesse? They should be finesse one handed. Anyway, uh I if not, I think I also have the we still have the glass sword. The starry sword. The only finesse weapons the caster would be able to use would be a dagger. Uh I always thought short swords were a simple weapon, but I guess they're martial now? They yeah. have been martial, yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought they oh. were a simple weapon. Uh, nah. Yeah, the only thing that Caster would be able to use at the moment would be a finesse weapon. Or a dagger, because... Well, he could use any other light weapon, or any other simple weapon, but he's not very strong. He's a for, bit, bit more dexterous. Actually, I think for the purposes of what we're doing... Uh, mechanically as well, Caustic would start kind of like working you up to that kind of stuff, seeing as what you will get will theoretically be martial weapons, so like you will be able to use a sword, so Caustic will just start like finding like some good sword sticks, basically, and then will kind of like flip their spear backwards so that they're just holding it like uh, Shaft, yes, like that, not the point forward, but like the blunt end, uh, and we'll kind of run you through like basic forms before bed. Yeah, he'll 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 do his best. He'll do his best. That's all you can ask of him. While this is happening, Callie's going to try and watch for an extended period of time and eventually just pass out on the ground. Say, does anybody have anything else they want to do for the night or can we just head to bed? And now Ben's just going to be watching the island until he passes out. Uh, I need to check uh, a spell really quick because I always prepare it. And I just want to see if uh, it doesn't. It doesn't give off any light, so it'd be good. Um, caster, before as they finish up, you know, they finish up their training. He's a little bit out of breath, and he will. As about uh, as they're about to go down, he will verbally say something in celestial that equals out to uh, guard us, and he will cast a guardian of faith by them. You guys will sleep through the night. 
Um, the weather is nasty, of course. Uh, but I, pre I believe at this point we have kind of shelters, tents, if nothing mm -hmm. else. Um, snow will kind of fall throughout the night. And the next morning, uh, you guys will wake to flurries um, and, and kind of like a lot less wind. Um, of course, you'll still hear, you know, that, a bit of that, that, that kind of ocean uh, kind of hitting the, the ground far below, um, you know, like 800 feet down. Um, and I don't know, it's just a quiet kind of day. Maybe a few seagulls still flying overhead, but. Uh, can I make another perception check? See if I see that, the, the creature again, or that sure. purple. Yeah. You do it... not see it today. Doesn't mean it's not there. Do we want to walk there or do we want to teleport there? I think just to be prepared, we should just teleport there so we can save what magic we have. And we still, just in case things get hairy there, we don't know what to expect, but if it's big enough to be seen from shore, then it's probably not great. Teleport out of it. Uh, yeah. Just as a contingency, so that we all know, I think we are going to the Grangle Jungle, to Callisto's village after this, correct? Mm -hmm. That's yes. the plan. Uh, and okay. she is still scanning the sky, looking for any messenger back at this point. Nothing today. Nothing today? All right. Hey, Corey. Yes. For flavor's sake, in the house, could we say I could have found a piece of copper wire? It doesn't yeah. have to cost anything. No, that's fine. Copper wire is going to be, I mean. Okay. Whether you got it off like a. Pull it out the walls of that bitch. Finger <laughs> frame or, yeah, something. <laughs> Caster's getting real desperate. Got to strip yeah. the house for copper for spells. Yep. Um, Oh, also, Caustic at some point during the night would have tossed the letter from their dad into the fire. Let me just chuck that. Uh, I don't think that they've opened up the letter from their mom yet. I think that that's still kind of folded in a little pocket. Uh, but Caustic will basically be standing in the ready position uh by Finn. Alright. I'll teleport us to the island. So you will of course pull out the lyre, you'll you'll kind of wave your hand, you'll play a few songs, and you guys will again teleport you will find yourself on the very edge of of that that other map uh, the, well the other island not map the other island and you're, you're kind of still kind of facing backwards as if you were like looking at where you came from 
the island itself uh, is, I mean, it's not that large. Uh, maybe barely a few hundred miles uh, in any direction. Um, but you are you are safely on the other side. Any, any uh, thing from the the tattoo? It it's lightly glowing, but not. You know, it's not. It's not hefty. Gotcha. Then I'll just pull out the the arrow letter and see where it's pointing. Um, it is pointing somewhere towards the center of this area. Looks like it wants us to go to the center. I'd say be be prepared, everyone. Uh, weapons out. Uh, spread formation. And Caustic's going to have to readjust the formation because normally they're at point, but now Finn has to be at point with the, with the map. Um, Zer will uh, give Fidium a slap on the back. And a small glow will issue at the nape of his neck um, with a, a Perendi's bond. Oh, hey, the, actually. Put uh, the uh, training we put, uh, put all the work that we put in last night to, uh, to use today, eh? What were you saying, uh, Cossack? Oh, this is this is Jace realizing I need to do two things before we leave camp. The first, uh, Caustic will start kind of marking their arms ritually with ash from the burn that they have on their waist, uh, which will be activating him. Uh, similarly, I will take some of that ash um, and kind of do like a almost like an Ash Wednesday cross. I'll just do a different not cross on Finn's forehead. Uh, so I'm going to give Finn my death pact. So I know Finn's HP at all times for eight hours. It is two. <laughs> it is two. Got it. It's totally normal. Just I hear that really loud video game low health noise. The Legend of Zelda, like, heart beeping. Yeah. Also, speaking of Legend of Zelda, I feel like this is Eventide Isle from Breath of the Wild, where all your equipment goes away once you get there. But I'll, I'll let Finn take the lead, scarily. I will start walking, follow the arrow. You guys will continue inward. Um, you kind of will hear the crunching of snow underneath your feet, and eventually the sounds of the waves and seals will kind of die off behind you. Every once in a while, as you continue on, you guys will feel kind of rumbling in the ground. It's something moving, shifting, maybe the island isn't sturdy. It's hard to tell. But as you get farther in, um, you'll notice that there is uh, this this kind of wrought iron gate that is pretty much stopping your way forward. Uh, and this thing seems to go around quite a ways. Like it, it might actually uh, go around this entire island to a certain degree. 
and it is locked. Um, Zara is going to assume in the form of a question, which could be disproven, um, but he is going to first assume that because of all the salt spray and everything, that this wrought iron gate is corroded as heck. To a degree, like the outer layer of iron, yes. But it is thick enough that it, it's, it seems to have been made to stand the test of time here. That would make sense, seeing as how it was built here in the first place. And the oceans haven't changed. Um, I'll give the uh, the pick a little, or, or sorry, the lock a little tap to make sure nothing's like jingling inside of it. There are no like nasty bugs inside or uh, what have you, rodents. And um, I'm going to first tug on it to see if it's truly locked. Like, is it kind of like a padlock kind of thing? Yeah, it's locked. Okay. Um, okay. It is, it's. It's actually built into the door itself. It's like one of those oh, okay. iron like, uh, fixtures. Seeing, seeing that lock, uh, I definitely would, did not have to be reminded uh, that I have a key. Can I... Does that key look like it will fit? Yeah. Uh, slide the key in. Does it unlock it? It does. Oh, secrets have we. Let me give Cossack a wink. Uh, I honestly thought that this would be or something in the church, uh, and then we didn't go to church, and I just kind of was like, well, don't worry about the key then. Uh, but I, uh, yes, I, I'm sorry, I didn't let you know. But uh, Oh, no, I didn't mean it that way at all. Allons-y. Caustic will wave forward. Don't That's know what... Frenches. <laughs> As you guys continue forward uh, towards this uh, church, the ground itself again will start to rumble, and under the soil, you'll hear this. Perhaps we should move. And is going <laughs> to... Is it directly under us? It is. Like, it's hard to decipher exactly where it is because you can't see it. You don't have tremor sense or anything like that. It is within the general area. Everybody stay close to me and you'll see Caster grab his holy symbol and he'll utter out a prayer. And a strange wall, almost a barrier, will... Uh, Sprout around him within a ten foot radius as he casts anti life shell. Oh. I think we need to move fast and find this and get out of here. Agreed. So who are we keeping up with? 
I guess me because I have the letter. I'm, I know you run faster than me, so. Oh, come on. Yep. This makes me uneasy. I can't hear what you're hearing, so I can only guess by the snow. Can you not understand that spell? Can that be explained to me real quick? Uh, basically, there's a barrier that goes around Caster and moves with him that keeps out creatures except for undeads or constructs. Basically, anything that isn't alive can move through the barrier. Things can still attack through it if they have, like, reach or a ranged attack, but they can't enter the space. Oh, okay. So, like, if you had a person with a bow on the other side of it, they could just still shoot arrows into it all day long, and it wouldn't... That barrier doesn't matter. But if they try to, like, run in and grab you, they can't do it. We'll have to wait. I'm just hoping it keeps us from getting swallowed. So you guys will make it to the temple. And for the most part, it seems relatively empty besides there is a small shardic crystal uh, in the center of this place. And up until now, every crystal that we've found seems to be charged with energy, power, something. Um, This one is dull. This one is empty. Um, It does not have a glimmer or a shine. It is stagnant. Is this one I'm supposed to find? And he's Finn's gonna just keep walking forward to to the crystal. The page will eventually go blank. Now he's gonna turn his head back to the party. I'm gonna do something. What are you going to do? And he's gonna grab it. Grab the crystal. The ground will tremor more. Um, The tower will start to kind of fall. Piece by piece, some of that concrete ceiling will slowly crash to the ground. I suppose we might have found the crystal's guardian, but why does it not glow? Perhaps it is a container to be filled, and it is meant to be empty. I think we should get out of here. I agree with that. I I didn't want to say that, but I don't like the loud roars and the slight rumbling of the earth and the size of what we saw. So, let's go. Do we want to get to the Grangle Jungle right the hell now? (laughs) 
because I can do that. Soul can Finn? Yeah, I I have a spell. Are there any markings on the temple walls um, that are conspicuous at all? A few. Um, it looks like whoever built this temple wrote stuff that might help us. Maybe we shouldn't be too hasty before we leave. As you say that, the f- ceiling is still crumbling. Like, uh, uh, let's take a quick look at the 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 I, writings then. Or, or we could go because the structure is actively collapsing, and yeah, so we there's a go. big thing outside. So, Calista, give me a hasty look. Let's see if if you guys can get a solid look at it on your way out. Let's let's do this. Uh, what check? Uh, let's do perception. Fourteen. Okay. Um, as I make mine, which, um, is a sixteen. Oh, nice. (laughs) Nice. Oh, damn. Um, I'm going to um, activate with a, a key point my Tears of Glass feature, which will give me Amphidium, because he's marked, true sight for a second, out to 10 feet. We'll be able to see any illusions, any magic, any ghosts, anything invisible, anything on another plane within 10 feet of each of us. And I'm going to specifically, after I scan the wall, look at the crystal. So we're going to follow a few things, one after another after another. So mm-hmm. let me let me start kind of piecing this together. Finn, you're going to take the crystal. Yes. Right? You are then going to start seeing this place fall. Everybody's going to kind of take a look around them before they look, before they like kind of run out. Some of us piecing together more information than others. We'll get to that information once the situation kind of comes to a head and and like we have time to sit and talk. Yeah. As you guys make your way out of the temple, anything within a thirty radius of this crystal, thirty foot radius, all spells are in and of effect gone. All spells cast around this crystal, gone. Any ability checks that rely on magic or items that use magic are nullified. Anything within 30 feet of this crystal that relies on magic has none. As you guys leave this area... I would like you guys to put you guys' tokens in the center of this map. That would also mean that the concentration anti-life shell would go down. Yep. Okay. Forgive me for I know not what I have done. There he goes, touching things again. It it happens. 
You, you I know. Can't, you can't have adventure without risk. I and know. Sometimes I... even the greatest of magical items have a shitty effect. I can't get on the map. I got you. Thank you. I'd be trying. Druids be trying. Druids be trying. Real, real quick, Corey, what I need to know to plan for this happening. Is that like once it got picked up, it like shut down the power, or is it like currently shutting down the power? It's currently like anything because okay. it was like far enough away from the party that no other spells were in the effect area. Once he got up and pulled it closer to the party, it got rid of it. Okay. Um, so for for right now, here's what I'm going to do. Um, because you are holding this, let's do let's do a purple effect on it. Thirty foot radius. Anything in that circle cannot cast magic. We can't see it, or at least I oh, can't. One second. I can see it. Or a C. Plop. Ugh. Luckily, none of us are spellcasters, right, guys? It's fine. Look, I'm relatively okay, and I think Zara's perfectly fine. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, the rest of us not are either. Uh, as well, another shitty fact. Arwen will disappear into the blade. Yeah, it's uh, all that coming. That happens. Coming out of the ground. A large, gigantic creature, purple in skin, spines all over its back, a long, elongated form, like some kind of snake, some kind of creature. Um, this is a nasty-looking son of a bitch. And it is gargantuan in size. Um, it is, uh, as a token on, on the map, it is... 20 foot by 20 foot. When next we return, we will be fighting a purple worm. What? I think that is a good place to end it for the night. It's a fucking purple worm! It was an Alaskan bullworm! Hi everybody, you guys know me, I'm Corey, I'm the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ, here back again for saying thank you for listening to the episode, thank you for being here. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, and click on whatever little bell there is to help kind of bring us up to other people's feeds, uh, let them join in the adventure, and find us on probably their FY page. So, um, with that, I also want to put out a thank you to Sirenscape for allowing us to use their music and sound effects without the campaign. It's been great to have music and stuff just kind of in there and, and not have to worry about doing it post-product. 
as well as being able to let the players hear sound effects and cool monsters and stuff throughout combat. So if you haven't checked them out, check them out in the link below. There's also a link to every sound effect that we use. Uh, I also want to shout out a thank you to Cobalt Press for Tomes of Beasts and the Creature Codex, both of which some of the best books I've read for monsters for Monster Manual in a while, besides the Monster Manual itself. All right. Well, with that, guys, I think that's pretty much it for me. Um, thank you guys for being here, and don't forget, keep your opportunities open. Mm-hmm.